Hello, friends. My name is Eric Cloward, and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. The Stoic Coffee Break is a weekly podcast where I take an aspect of Stoicism, break it down to its most constituent components, and talk about how we can apply it in our daily lives. I share my successes and my failures, and do my best to help you learn from my experience, all within the space of a coffee break. Today's episode is Why You Should Care. Marcus Aurelius said, Humans exist for the sake of one another. A few weeks ago, I talked about being self-sovereign, or the idea that you are 100% responsible for your choices and actions, and that you may live exactly the way that you want to, regardless of the opinion of others. And I got to thinking about it, and there's an aspect that I want to cover that's really important to being a self-sovereign person. Now, when you choose to live by your rules and values, it means that you are only controlling the things that you can control, that you are not trying to control those that you can't. But does this mean that you can ignore everyone around you and live in ways that are only helpful to you? Well, sure. You have the right to live the way that you want to live your life. You can live this way, but does it mean that you should? Now, I talk a lot about how we are not responsible for the feelings of others. So why should we care about the feelings of others? Why shouldn't you just be a selfish person and do whatever you want? I'm not going to tell you that you you shouldn't. You have the right to be exactly the person you want to be, and so does everyone else. They also have the right to be exactly who they want to be and choose the life that they want. So why should you care about other people? To quote one of my favorite films of all times, Moulin Rouge, The greatest thing you'll ever learn is to love and be loved in return. And simply put, because caring for people and connecting with people and loving others and being loved is the only thing that matters in life. Period. And why do I think this is the case? Well, from a very basic logical perspective, I mean, you can have all kinds of possessions, but when you die, they're no longer yours. You can't take them with you. All that is left of you, and what has the most impact, is how you treated the people around you. And if we think about life from a very purely evolutionary point of view, what is the purpose of life? Well, it's to survive and have offspring. That's it. So basically your life is kind of like this. You're born, you grow up, and at some point you have sex. You do your best to see their offspring survive as long as they can, so that they can do the same thing, and then you die. Doesn't really sound all that exciting, does it? But the thing is, it's, it's other people that make this life worth living. Having a loving and supportive community around you is where you find the most fulfillment in your life. It's not the amount of money that you have or the amount of stuff that you have, but the impact that you have on other people. So why do I believe that caring about other people is the purpose of life? Well, when my father died, I was 24 years old, and it was a pretty rough time for me. We hadn't been talking very much because I was still very angry at him about all the abuse that I'd suffered growing up. I didn't know how to be around him. I wanted to forgive him, but I honestly didn't know how. And he died rather suddenly, so there really wasn't much time to really talk about any of these things. And to be honest, I don't know that he would have been open to even talking about them anyway. I don't really have any possessions from my father, and I'm fine with that. 
the things that I do have are the lessons that I learned from him, both good and bad. And those are the things that have lasted after his death. And what would I have liked more from him than anything else? More memories of love and compassion and connection. Those are the things that I still crave, even though he's been gone for decades. Marcus Aurelius said that long before you'll be no one and nowhere, like all the things you see now, all the people now living. Everything's destiny is to change, to be transformed, to perish, so that new things can be born. Now, on a large scale, when we as a culture, as a society, have empathy and compassion for others, we create a better society. We need cooperation and connection to create a society that benefits the most people rather than just the wealthy or the privileged. More important than buildings or money or anything else is a a culture should be judged by its values, and that's by its willingness to help the poor, to protect the helpless, and to ensure equal rights to all. I mean, even the greatest thinkers, poets, and philosophers throughout time have made this abundantly clear. I mean, just to name a few, there's Buddha and Jesus and Gandhi and Martin Luther King Jr., the Dalai Lama. I mean, I could go on for days with philosophers and thinkers who have shown that this is what makes a better society and a better culture. When we have empathy and compassion for others, we create also create a better life for ourselves. When we connect with others, we can work with, together to make our own communities better because we can do far more together than we can do by ourselves. While some of us may be more naturally empathetic, we are all physiologically wired for compassion. A good example of this was back in 1848, a man named Phineas Gage was injured in a construction accident. An explosion drove an iron rod right through his skull. He survived, but his personality was markedly different. He became much more profane, he cared little for others, and had reduced impulse control. His ability to be empathetic towards others just seemed to have been shut down. So what happens when you don't care about others? When we don't care about others and decide that we don't have to consider our impact on others, we can see the damage that it causes us from a societal aspect. Throughout the pandemic, we have seen countless numbers of people who decided that it was more important for them to get a haircut or go drink at a bar than to slow the spread of the virus. And slowing the virus, we know, helps save lives. They've refused to get vaccinated or wear masks in public because they felt the lives of others were less important than having to change their own lifestyle. Their choices have dampened the efforts to control the virus, and now we're dealing with an uptick in cases and even more contagious variants. Now, on a personal level, if you are materialistic, you might work hard to have all kinds of possessions. You might want other people to admire you. But the thing is, is you can't control if they admire you or not. You might think they admire you for your wealth or status, but you honestly don't know if they do. And when our hearts are set on possessions, we are actually putting our happiness in the wrong things. And so the control of our happiness is now outside of ourselves. If you are a selfish person, then you're probably not going to have a lot of friends because nobody really wants to spend their time around somebody that makes everything about them, somebody who takes and never really gives or contributes to the friendship. Then chances are you're not going to have that many friends. 
certainly not that many that care for you and will have your back when you really need it. If you want to have people close to you that love you and care for you, then you need to be a loving and caring person yourself. So how do you find a balance of living life the way that you want and to live with other people? When we choose to be self-sovereign, we take responsibility for our actions. We are honest. We are clear about our intentions. We accept the results of our consequences for our actions. We do not blame others for how we feel or for our actions and choices. Most importantly, we pay attention to how our actions impact others, and we apologize and do our best to make amends when we make mistakes. We don't defend our actions when we know that they are wrong, just because we don't want to own our mistakes. We also set boundaries, because we know that by letting people know how they can best interact with us, it makes it easier for them to love us. And boundaries help us take care of ourselves so that we can give our best to others. It does not mean that you need to change because somebody else doesn't like what you did or what you said. If you're living up to your core principles and have acted in a way that you feel is honorable, then you don't need to change to fit other people. You don't need to become something you're not simply because somebody else is uncomfortable with it. We also need to respect others and honor their boundaries. We do this by asking what they need and how we can best help. We don't simply decide that we know best and try to impose our own will on them. We do our best to help where we can, but do so in a way that respects our own boundaries and values. One thing that I've learned in my life is that when, when we're selfish, when we only look out for ourselves, it honestly makes us less happy. When we harden ourselves to the plight of others, we miss an opportunity to increase our ability for compassion and to do something good. When we're too focused on us, we may get what we want, but we really don't feel as good. And simply put, it feels good to be connected to others and to help other people. And as Seneca said, you need not look around for the reward of a just deed. A just deed in itself offers a still greater return. And that's the end of this week's Stoic Coffee Break. Be good to yourself, be good to others, and thanks for listening. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you hear, head on over to patreon.com slash stoiccoffee and help support this podcast by becoming a patron. Also, swing by our website at www.stoic.coffee where you can sign up for our newsletter and buy some great-looking shirts and hoodies at the new Stoic Coffee Shop. Also, if you know of somebody that would benefit from or would appreciate this podcast, please share it. Word of mouth is always the best way to help this podcast grow. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.